When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Welcome to MLB Daily, your one-stop shop for daily baseball content. I am LJ LaFura. Brandon is not with me tonight, but we are a Belly Up Sports podcast. We are what they aren't, and I am here vibing with you because you are always here vibing with us. Um, yeah, this is probably going to be a little shorter. We're going to just um, kick back, run through a few headlines, some uh, interesting conversation points, and then I'm going to kind of go through this weekend series, talk about which ones are particularly interesting, what reasons, and really figure out where they're going. I'll definitely take a much deeper dive tomorrow's show because it'll be an early record for me into tonight's action. But for now, this is what we'll have going for us. But before I want to get too far in, um, a quick explanation on what's been going on. Hopefully this will be up for you to listen to. Um, gotta be honest, there's a 50-50 shot right now. We're going through under, undergoing some technical difficulties, but if you've been wondering why there has been such few, such little content up on our feed this week, it's all it's all created. We're having a little bit of trouble with the system getting it up. So if you're listening to us, great, hold on tight. All that stuff will be up at some point very soon that you'll have that content to consume, especially the last two shows of our trade deadline. We did a three-parter Wednesday night, so you'll have about almost two hours to enjoy on all the trades, East, West, and Central. 
that you, all that you could ask for. Starting with our first major headline, Fernando Tatis Jr. is set to start his rehab assignment down in Double A this weekend. That sets his timetable for return around at the very at the very maximum twenty days. That will tentatively get him back for the series in Kansas City on the twenty sixth, starting on the twenty sixth. Uh, 26th, 27th, 28th. They'll then go to San Francisco before going to Los Angeles. The other wrinkle in all of this, of course, is the fact that you can always bring him back earlier if things are going well, if he's in rhythm, if he feels looks game fit. You know, I'm certainly not going to rush him back by any means for this next week where you've got the, you're in LA and then you've got the Giants at home. That's just that's a little too too overboard on trying to get players back into this lineup and trying to get this lineup as stacked as possible. But what I could definitely see is, you know, maybe you cut this down to a 10-day stint in the minors. You bring him back for this home stand they've got starting on the tw- on the 18th. They'll go four games against the Nationals, have Monday off, two games against the Guardians before they head to those that Kansas City series. Either way, it really just matters how much time do you want for him to adjust and acclimate before this tough stretch going in there. Because in, in a perfect world, I think I, I bring him back at least one series early if I can, because three games is not a ton to get a guy in rhythm. And you're going to want him in rhythm with how tough the schedule starts getting towards the end of the year. You go to San Francisco, then you go to LA, you get... I guess you could call it a reprieve, but are the Diamondbacks at this point really a reprieve? I mean, this is a team that at one point wasn't too far shy of 500, above 500, a playoff contending team in the early part of the season, pretty much through May. And this is a team with a pretty talented uh, rotation. I mean, say what you want about their whole relief situation particularly their closers having Mark Melanson in there I'm certainly never been a fan of that guy in late innings that group closing situation hasn't worked out too well as they're 22nd in the league in bullpen ERA but the starting pitching for the most part has really come through and played this year and you know that's certainly not as much as it's not going to be the challenge of the group it's not going to be easy they then go and have the Dodgers at home that goes to Seattle before they get Arizona again. That's a brutal stretch as you're trying to make a playoff push. You're trying to get that top wild card seed, or maybe even if things were to, were to go well, pushing for that division lead, trying to test the Dodgers on your way down that final stretch. I don't see that as a realistic scenario here, 12 games out, but that's definitely a spot that could be in play starting with the series this weekend. So, Ultimately, I think the momentum serves them better to bring him back early. But the more interesting part of this whole thing is the fact that it has been reported that he's expected to play both shortstop and center field while he's down in the minors. So AJ Preller and this organization are playing a little more chess than we even thought they could. Didn't think that they were going to be able to get Soto to San Diego. They end up getting Soto and Bell, and now they're going to try to find a way to knock out their next big weak point, 
which would be potentially center field. Fernando Tatis played a total of 56 innings last season in center. Um, those were seven starts, only made it through four of them in center field before being moved to right field and at different points. So, you know, this is a this is a scenario where he hasn't really gotten a lot of time in this position in his entire career, but particularly his major league career. Um, this is a guy who, you know, is very willing to play different positions, try different things. I mean, you still hear David Ortiz talk about a lot how he was on, I believe it was like the coaching staff for the Futures game a couple of years ago and saw the, them working with this guy. And he was just willing to do basically whatever he had to, to be out on the field and be out on the field as long as he could play in a million different positions while he was there. So I have no doubt of his capability to learn the position. This is just a lot to, a lot of pressure to put on a guy moving into that flexibility. But if he can succeed in this, it clearly opens up great things for the Padres. Because if I were San Diego, I would not be all too keen on taking Ha Seung Kim out of this lineup. Yeah, this is a about league average hitter, uh, slashing 248, 329, 370. He's got six home runs and 37 RBIs this year. But this is a guy who's really doing it and doing it well with the glove. Uh, 1.5 defensive war this season adds significant value towards his 3.4, 3.1 war that he has going for him. And meanwhile, you look at a guy like Trent Grisham, who has been pretty much their locked on center fielder this year, 13 home runs, slashing 197, 293, 365. That's not going to get it done against the Dodgers. So all of a sudden you pull Trent Grisham from this best starting nine, you put Tatis. I don't know where you necessarily wanted to put Tatis. I put him in the leadoff spot. All of a sudden you've got Jurics and Profar moving down the pecking order. You're probably slot sliding him in maybe even either seven or nine, depending on if you want that extra leadoff guy, I'd probably lean more heavily towards the nine spot on that. And it just gives you so much more speed at the bottom of the lineup. It's, this is exciting, man. I mean, it's just, this is one of the most balanced lineups in the league. When you talk about handedness top to bottom overall, there's a lot of solid contributors. I mean, you've got your top seven guys in this group are ridiculously good, ridiculously talented and really a great platform. And now you're being able to find ways to kind of poke and mix guys out of that bottom group, make it even stronger. If, Fernando Tatis is capable of moving into that next position, moving up in to center field, playing a lot of it, because if he's able to, if if he's able to do it and do it well, he's going to be playing a lot of it this year, whether that's long-term or not, I'm not hundred percent sure at this point, I can't imagine he wants to be anywhere else, but shortstop that's kind of been the indication he's given but this is the way you win championships is by sacrificing. And so far he hasn't proven anything to the contrary that he's able to set that he's not willing to sacrifice for the titles sacrifice for all of that past his own glory. The next thing I wanted to talk about is really 
what more what other moves could we seriously see teams make because you know i think there's still a lot of value left to find there's always different guys now that there's no more waiver trades which of course you used to have the uh basically a soft trade deadline up until uh the past couple of years where before after that you could put a guy through waivers and do the waiver trade deadline stuff you know that's how justin verlander ends up in houston guys like andrew mccutcheon and josh donaldson have moved in late august on all of that but there's still plenty of value to be found i mean the first spot you can look look for some minor league talent that you can bring up and have immediate impact the first guy that comes to mind here is you've got excuse me you've got dan winkler here part of the i believe he's with the cubs right now either way he's with the cubs or the rangers uh chicago white Sox. excuse me there we go i found it um anyway he is currently on the il in the minors but either way this is a guy with a 360 era with 39 strikeouts during 30 30 innings this year in triple a this is a guy who could definitely step into a bullpen that might be struggling one of the less deep bullpens in a playoff run and really give you solid solid contributions you also have a whole bunch of you know the international guys the free eight well even just the free agents i mean you think about jackie bradley dd gregorius uh michael conforto even these guys that are still sitting around waiting for a new opportunity can be so huge but really i think the ultimate option here is could very well end up on the waiver wire we're already seeing it with a guy like denilson lament who goes to milwaukee in that josh Hader trade they already waived him of course if he gets picked up by another team they they will pay the rest of his contract and that's really the big time beauty for a lot of this is if you want, if you're not necessarily willing to pay the money to keep a guy on that you're not planning on having for the remainder of his contract or next season, you're not wanting to bring him back, you definitely can move him and you can save a lot of money off that cost. I, I mean, I have to think this is purely speculative. It would be the dumbest decision ever. But if a team like Chicago, we're still looking to cut payroll and do the whole bargain budget thing. They could still let Ian Happ and Wilson Contreras go walk to a competitor, to a competitive team, really until the beginning of September when the playoff roster eligibility gets kicked in and they'll be able to contribute to a meaningful side and the Cubs won't have to pay, pay them. I mean, I'm not sure who else necessarily I'll definitely will definitely be thinking about this and maybe bring this up on Monday or Tuesday's show with Brandon to see who he really thinks are valuable candidates. But I mean, even look back to last year where the Red Sox got a ton of value from a guy they brought in last late last year. I mean, if he had not played such a, such a fantastic job at second base, for the last part of that season, you don't necessarily know that they make the playoffs. I certainly don't think that they make the playoffs. And if they don't make the playoffs, they're not making that run to 
the ALCS, of course. So this is definitely an avenue that a lot of teams, I think, will try to exploit if they can. These waivers, these guys that have been cut, and all of these roster moves that happen in the wake of the trade deadline really can shake up teams just as much as the players that are traded at the time. Before we finish up, I'm actually, I'm going to cut the next story, which really to abbreviate it, Kude Senga is pretty much announced or made it very clear that he is going to be testing a move out of Japan next year. This is a guy who is currently played and I believe has played his entire career for the same team over there. I'm trying to get the name right. Um, excuse me. I just don't want to mess these. I never want to mess these up because they deserve better. Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks is the team he has played his entire career for. And he has a career 2.45 ERA with 10 strikeouts per nine over uh, 1,200 innings in the MPB, or, excuse me, um, yeah, MPB, oh my gosh, I'm going a little crazy here, he could definitely, he is probably going to be one of the more sought-after players in the early part of free agency, as he's, you know, he's definitely going to want to play over here, these guys don't necessarily jerk around with the money as much as some of the ma- current major leaguers do just because they want to be able to get over here and start building that legacy, building that brand and reputation. So he's definitely going to go and more and more teams are also trying to invest in their pitching. So it just makes too much sense for him to come over and he's going to get a big deal as more and more of these foreign major league contracts start to pay off time and time again real quick before we go just going to talk about a couple series that really matter this weekend um dodgers padres you know it's not going well tonight the dodgers currently lead eight nothing in the bottom of the eighth inning but this is the series that everyone's always waiting for we all love this series we get up for this new rivalry that has kind of was created out of nothing because the Padres decided, all right, we are the challenge to this team now. We're going to create a true rivalry, and a true rivalry has been created. These have been exciting games time and time again when these two teams come together. If it weren't for the fact that the Dodgers' moves at the deadline last year forced San Diego into their spiral because they were so dominant, I think we would have seen a lot more fun baseball out of both sides in the last two months with it being a three horse race for the NL West. But either way, you look at those months going up to that, particularly last year in April and May, that was electric. And really it's only growing at this point when you bring a guy like Juan Soto in. So I'm excited to see what the rest of the series holds between the two of them. In other news, the Braves and the Mets are going to continue to vie for that NL East title. Uh, I believe the series is split. We talked about a little bit on yesterday's show. Edwin Diaz is two out or two inning save, excuse me, that he went out and just threw absolute filth yesterday. And then the other series that I wanted to talk about was the Blue Jays and Twins. Of course, these are two teams, two playoff teams, a division leading team 
in the Minnesota Twins that are really getting a good test, a good benchmarker to see where they really stand with the Toronto Blue Jays because this is probably at their best. They're probably the second best wildcard team right now. You know, them in Seattle are right up there in terms of quality, in terms of talent. And so if they're able to go out and give us a good showing against a team like this, I'm not even looking necessarily. They don't have to win. They don't have to win like some convincing manner. They just have to go out there and look good. I'm going to feel pretty confident about them being a team that's not going to get embarrassed in the postseason. But that's all I have for tonight. Make sure you follow, follow us on all our social media at MLB Daily Pod. And I'll see you manana. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.